Are cutbacks necessary to save Social Security and Medicare from bankruptcy? Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Washington's runaway spending is highlighting the seemingly unstoppable growth of the big entitlement programs, Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid. Moreover, Social Security and Medicare are headed for insolvency. The Medicare Hospital Insurance Trust Fund is projected to run out of money in five years. The surpluses in the Social Security Trust Funds will be gone by 2035, necessitating reductions in payments to beneficiaries by 20% or more. Those trust funds are now paying out more than they're taking in. The looming disasters are prompting plenty of proposals of what to do. They range from raising ages for eligibility, to raising taxes, to cutting benefits. Happily, all of this wailing and hand-wringing is unnecessary. The right changes, and I emphasize the word right, won't mean fewer benefits for recipients. In fact, for many, it'll be the exact opposite. Start with Social Security. Fortunately, the nation has enough wealth to cover the promised benefits for those who are on the system or slating to go on it in the next generation especially if Washington adopts pro-growth economic policies similar to those of John Kennedy and Ronald Reagan. It's younger people who have to worry about getting seriously shortchanged. The solution here is obvious and easily doable. Allow younger workers to have a portion of their payroll taxes go to their own personal retirement accounts, similar to a 401k or IRA, with proper regulatory safeguards. Studies show these people end up with significantly higher benefits than they'd get with the traditional Social Security system. It would turn a capital destroyer into a capital creator, an immense stimulator of future prosperity. As for Medicare, two approaches would more than save the day. Offer beneficiaries a new part, call it Part G for great. It would be like a health savings account. A couple would get each year, say, $20,000 in their medical savings account to cover routine expenses. What they don't spend in that year accumulates in their account. Catastrophic expenses above $20,000 would be totally covered by Medicare. A Part G reform would introduce market discipline. Beneficiaries would police prices because it's their own money, not the government's. This gets to the basic problem of American health care today. There is little market discipline because the current system is based on third parties, primarily large insurance companies, Medicare and Medicaid, not the individual patient. But this is about to change drastically. More company health care plans have high deductibles and co-pays. Individuals are paying more out of pocket than ever before. Result, a real consumer patient-oriented market is beginning to emerge, which will in the years ahead drastically reduce bloated health care costs. As for skyrocketing Medicare costs, let states offer beneficiaries personal health savings accounts similar to Medicare Part G. The best way to save Medicare and Medicaid is to unleash the power of patients by letting them, not those third parties, have the power of the purse. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. (music) 